What's going on and welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel coming to you from beautiful Midtown Studios in downtown Bakersfield. I am your host, Matt, along with me, my co-host, Daniel. What's up, my man? Freaking Daniel, man. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Daniel's here. Yes. I'm sorry. I just just watched Napoleon Dynamite. I hadn't watched that movie in so long and my son turned it on and we're just laughing the whole I love that movie, <laughs> and I have a confession to make. Last night at my house, the movie that was being played was Nacho. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nacho Libre was on last night at Come my on. house. Um, it's Come good. On. It's good. It's good to see you. It's good to catch up, man. Yeah, man. You know, we, we, yeah. we I love I love doing doing this mm-hmm. show. I love doing this with you, and and we're gonna have some we're gonna have some uh, some deep dive yes. today, man. Uh, so so today, I want to talk about you know, are you being led by the spirit or spirituality? This, this, you know, this kind of this conversation, you know, Charles Spurgeon said, uh, without the spirit of God, we can do nothing. It, he said, we're like ships without wind. We're useless. That's pretty, that's pretty, you know, strong statement. Um, and so what I want to do though, is since it's, since this is chicken scratch gospel, we talk about those moments in your prayer devotion time that you just got to write down no matter how messy. Cause if you write like either one of us, it's probably going to come out chicken scratch. This came from a scripture uh, in John chapter 14, verse 26, and it says, but when the father sends the advocate as my representative, this is Jesus as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit. So when the father sends the Holy Spirit, the advocate, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. The first thing that came to mind as I'm reading this was how can we tell when we're being led of the spirit and not just for the sake of spirituality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like we, we, I, I, I encounter people a lot and I got, I got family members as well that where I, you know, I, they know what I do. And so naturally, uh, whenever, you know, we have get togethers, be it Thanksgiving, Christmas, you know, barbecues, whatever, whenever we have get togethers, they want to have philosophical discussions yeah. with me. You know, they, they don't, they don't believe in Jesus. Well, you know, do you believe, you know, do you believe in, do you believe in God? You know, cause they're asking about what I do. And so I asked them, well, do you, are you asking? Cause you believe in God? Do you believe? And they're like, well, no, I don't really believe in all that, but I am very spiritual. What? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? You, you don't believe, you don't believe in, in God or this, you don't believe in that, that particular spirituality but but you're but I'm very spiritual like well, okay what does that what does that mean and so I get you know I what I want to talk about is just how yeah. how can we tell man yeah. when we're being led by the spirit because a lot of people yeah. that blame stuff on God and say God told me yeah God God said I need to and you're bl- you're, you're 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 trying to just that's first that's just spirituality you're not necessarily always being led of the spirit just because you blame something on God or because you you project well you you wanted to go do that you just wanted to you wanted the the skeleton key, yeah. Because no pastor or no minister or leader can argue with the person that says, "Well, God told me this." Well, if God told you, go. Yeah. If God told you, then then do that. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I don't I don't know I don't know how much of that is God. Yeah, and that is that is big in our. I mean, it's 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 been, of course, um, you know, over the years. But I think even now, like, there's this. I don't know if you've heard this thing called manifesting now. Where like you, if you want something, you can actually like name it, claim it, type of thing, and ma- and manifest it and speak it into existence. 
by oh. by believing it and it's just like this form of new age if you can dream it you yeah, can do it it's kind of like you can make it happen if you really just focus in and interesting and, and envision it so this yeah this is it, it and i think the 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 devil of course wants to ax god out of the equation and sure. try to create this hyper spiritual experience you know what man I, I i look at this verse and it's interesting because um anything and anywhere that the Holy Spirit's going to lead you, it's going to align with God's word. Yeah. And I love that. Je- what Jesus says here, he says that that's the Holy Spirit will teach you everything and will remind. I think that's one of the key words in this scripture. Yes. He will remind you of everything I have told you. And so when I think of that statement right th- there, I think of um, the Holy Spirit is going to bring God's word to the surface again, yeah. you know, so whatever Jesus has spoken to us, it's going to automatically align with what God has already said. Yeah. So we come up with this thing where it's like, no, God told me this, but I would say like the first, probably the first filter is, okay, does that really, does that line up with God's word? Is that something that Jesus has already taught us? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It, because if you don't, because if, if you don't confer with God's spirit, so I, I would say, you know, the, the first thing that I would that I would say also, I, I would guide somebody t- towards prayer, right? Because that's right. what you're going to say. Well, so you've prayed about this. You've fasted about this. Because if you don't confer with God's spirit, then you're you're just copying everybody else around mm-hmm. you. Yeah, That's what you're doing. Right, right. You're doing what you think you're supposed to do. Oh, well, this is what everybody does. I remember when I first got to, you know, started coming to church. And I would come to church and I'd listen to them. And, and I've been to concerts and things like that. And so, like, you know, like clapping or whatever, like kind of, bopping a little bit like that's that's natural you do that you go to a concert you bop a little bit so I'm there on a Sunday morning I'm bopping I'm like okay I'm realizing that you know um it's a lot of people that are that don't know how to clap uh on the right beat that's bothering me a little bit but it's fine we're gonna push through uh and then I see people raising their hands up you know and then I see people jumping yeah and I see people dancing and all kinds of stuff and I'm like oh no I don't know about that and just very, very slowly, nobody taught me this. And this is before I had read anything like this. You know, clap your hands, all you people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Dance before the Lord. David, dance before the Lord with all of his might. Uh, lift up your hands in the sanctuary. This is before I read any of these scriptures. What I started to do was I, I started to just mimic what I saw. Oh, this is what we're supposed to do. This is what we're supposed to do. And so there, there could be people that just do things or say things because that's what you're supposed to say. That's what you're supposed to do. But if you're not, because if you're not conferring, if you yourself are not talking to God, if you're not getting alone with God's spirit yourself and having that conversation. And I love, I love that it says that he's the, he's the, uh, the advocate. He's for you. He's sending you the advocate. Uh, if you're not conferring with the advocate, then you're just, then you're just pigeoning what everybody else is doing. You know, you're, you're just, you're just copying, man. I, I like to say this, man, if you're, if you're not, if you don't know the word of God, then you're not being spirit led. Yeah. If you do not know your word, if you're not in your word, um, and you're not constantly in your devotion and reading the mind of Christ in his heart, um, <clears throat> then you're not being spirit led. You're being led off of your own emotions, your own opinions, your, your own ideas of what spirituality is. You know, and I think that's what it is, man. We we do live in a culture where everybody is 
um, being led off their own opinions, their own desires, um, their own instant gratification, what they think is best. And it, it's not, it, it could be a good thing. It could be good stuff. You know, it could be a health, healthy lifestyle or right. whatever it is. It could be good stuff, but is it spirit led, you know? Yeah. Are you being led by God? Or are you just right. following the crowd? Yeah. Yeah. You know, does, does following. So here's, here's my question. Does following the spirit of God mean that it will always be easy? Does following God's spirit mean that it'll always be easy? I mean, the listeners are out there already probably answering. You're listening in your car. You're listening at work. You're having a hard day, whatever. You're already answering no. Uh, that's a no. That's a big fat no, right? And when that question came to my mind, what I wanted, what I went to immediately was Luke chapter 4. Mm-hmm. And, and you have here, you have, you have um, Jesus. And Jesus gets baptized, right? And then after the after he gets baptized, says, Jesus being full of the Holy Spirit returned from Jordan. He was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Other translations in other books of the Bible, after Jesus gets baptized and you have the manifestation of the Trinity there, you have God the Father speaking, this is my son in whom I'm, I'm well pleased. You have the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit descending upon Jesus like a dove, and you have Jesus the Son. You have the, this Trinity manifesting, a really, really cool moment, really, really beautiful spiritual moment. And it's, uh, this other translation will say that the Holy Spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness. Yeah. And, and that was not an easy time. This is, this is the Spirit saying, you're not going to hang out here in this area of spirituality. You're going to go to the wilderness. You, you're, and, and, he, and he fasts for 40 days, mm-hmm. right? And then the enemy comes after he's fasted for 40 days and, and begins to tempt him with all of the things that that he uh, that we ourselves even are tempted by to this day and so this idea of learning to be led by god's spirit at all times is easier said than done yeah it's always easier said than done because not everything that happens when you're led by god's spirit is easy yeah i i think of i immediately think of even the cross you know and jesus being led to the cross that yeah. was his ultimate purpose and that's where where he was led at, at the end of is a ministry to die for, for humanity. Um, and, uh, and that road wasn't easy, you know? Right. And so I think even for us, like, yeah, we do, what is God trying to teach us? What is he, you know, what work is he doing with it within us when we're going or when we're being led to some hard, difficult times, yeah. you know, and that, that hard road. Um, I think those are, are very critical questions to ask. Like, Lord, what are you doing in my life right now? Like, teach me. I want to know. Yeah. Like, what, and we see like, even in the story of Jesus going, you know, into the wilderness, we saw what was happening. We saw the, the enemy coming and tempting him. Yeah. Jesus using the word of God as his shield, you know, and, um, and his strength and, and his provider and all that stuff, you know, that had to happen for him to be at a place where he can withstand what was ahead, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, that brings me to this other point because, we talked about how like you need to really know God's word. If you want to be led by the spirit, man, you need to understand if it aligns with God's word. Um, you need to be communicating with God, right? Having that, having that communication, that intentional communication with God in order for that to happen. Uh, also, as we're talking about, does it always mean it'll be easy? I believe that you really, if, if you're not, if what you're doing does not exemplify the love of Christ, mm-hmm. yeah. then you're, Chances are you're probably not being led yeah. of the spirit. Yeah. 
because because I mean this is this is yeah. this is basically the thing that we're called to do. Mm-hmm. If you are not exemplary in your love for God and people, then chances are you're not being led mm-hmm. of the Spirit, mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's not always easy to do. Mm-hmm. It's easy to love the people you like. That's easy. I got a lot of people that I like that are easy to love. And it's a lot of people that don't like me that are harder for me to love. You know why? Because they don't like me. Fool, then why do I want to waste my time loving you? But that's not the example that Jesus set. And Jesus has called us not to love some, but to love all. And so if you're being led of the Spirit, then you are making an effort to exemplify the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. Right? And, And it's like, you know, the Christian... The Christian who neglects the Holy Spirit is like a lamp that's not plugged in. You know, you're just you're just a you're just a decoration. Yeah. You're not you're not of any use other than just collecting dust on a shelf. Yeah. And and I I refuse to be that kind of believer. I do not want to be a believer that looks like I know how to do something that looks like I should be useful, but there's no electricity, there's no life, there's no light yeah. coming from this lamp that's unplugged. You know, I love that man. Second Corinthians or first Corinthians 13 two man, yeah. where, where Paul's talking about love, of course. And then, mm-hmm. and then he starts saying like, man, if I speak in tongues and I have words of knowledge and prophecy and I do all right. these spiritual things that are so like, you know, attractive and charismatic. And like, if I do all the, I'm, I'm praying all the time and I'm feeding the, the, you know, the poor and the homeless and all, but if I have no love, then I'm nothing. You know, yeah. I, if I don't love people, then that none of that matters. And I think that's that's the point to where, to where we're getting at here is is hey, like if if you want to be spiritual, go love somebody. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And I mean, the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit is proof of God's love at work in this world. The simple fact that God loved us enough to share the power of His Spirit and to give us the presence of His Spirit. That is that in and of itself is love. You know, Jesus is saying, look, all authority in heaven has been given to me. And then we, we find out later on in, in the scripture, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is at work within us. Yeah. That is God loving us so good. He's loving us so well that he's saying, I want you to ex- I want you to experience the presence of this of this Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. this one who will lead and guide into all truth and, 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 and teach you everything and even remind you of what I have told you. Some, I don't know about you, man. Sometimes I need to be reminded. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I need to be reminded whether that's uh, uh, what, what I'm called to, that I actually am called to, uh, that, that uh, there's, it's not, nothing that, that God has done through me is because of any good thing that I have done in and of myself. It is not of works, lest any man should boast. If you think if you think that what you're doing uh, for God is what's bringing you closer to God, you got it twisted. You got it messed up. There's nothing. There's nothing that you can do to save yourself or to make yourself look good before the presence of God. It is because of what Jesus did, the love that Jesus showed us on the cross, that gives us access to the throne. Other than that, there would be no yeah. access. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know. Sometimes. It's not enough to pray, just merely pray for someone. Yeah. It's it's enough to go love them though, you know? Right. I think sometimes we can get into this rut of like, 
man, I'm just going to pray for them. Or even if it's like someone that doesn't like us or we don't really care. Um, the, the easy way out is I'm going to pray for them. And that's the, that's actually the spiritual thing to do. Sure. Right? I'm going to pray for this brother. He don't like me or, or whatever it is, but I, I'm just going to pray for him, you know, because yeah. all I have to do is just pray for him. You know, I don't have to do anything. I just have to pray for him. And I think that's, that's an easy way out, man. I think the, the hard road, not the easy road is to go love him. Yeah. You know, is to go the extra mile for someone that, Oh, I, I don't want to, but this is what, this is obedience right here. The Lord wants me to, to love this person you know, regardless of the circumstance, regardless of the situation, to just love them, to overcome with good, to to express that in some type of way. Yes. That's the hard thing to do, and that's what the Lord wants us to do. And so I got a so I got a crazy story. <laughs> I got a crazy story about about being led um of the spirit. So okay, so I'm looking out to, to the crew. I'm like, all right guys, I got I gotta listen to this story. Some of the crew has heard this story, but this is a true story. So I'm 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 up preaching one Sunday. And I'm preaching about peace. Um, and as I'm preaching about peace, it just doesn't, it doesn't taste right. doesn't feel right. Like there's just something weird just not happening as I'm preaching. I'm like, mm, whatever. I just, I push through it. I finish it. God doesn't work because God doesn't waste anything. At the time, uh, there were, there were some people that were sideways with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know shocking that, that, uh, that people would get, would get sideways with me, but, but this is, this is what happened. And, and so we had, you know, we had static mm-hmm. with, with, with some with some people. And I remember I was driving. I was living in um, Ventura County at the time. And as I'm driving home, I'm on the five. And now I sound like the Californians from SNL. <laughs> I'm on the five. And anybody that knows, you know, the Ventura County area knows that there's this, the exit is you get off Newhall to go to the 126 and head west. And you're, that takes you to the beach get off on Mulholland and take the, I, sorry, it just, it's very California to me. So as I'm driving, I I'm getting ready to take the exit and I legit, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. I legit feel checked in my spirit. You need to turn left. And left isn't home to the right takes me home. Mm-hmm. And so I begin to have this conversation with God, God, I don't want to turn left. What, the listeners need to know is that at that time to the left were the offices of people that had major static with me. Mm-hmm. And I felt it again. You need to, you need to turn left. So I call Amanda, my wife. And I said, Hey, um, I'm gonna turn left today. And she's like, Oh, and for her, she just, she knows me. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I, I understand what you're doing and, and you know, if it's God, it's God. If God's telling you to do it, then you need to do it. But I just don't want you to get hurt. I don't want you to get upset because she knows if man, if what if they come at you sideways, you know, even if you're coming from a good place or whatever, she didn't want me to get upset. I'm like, no, 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 I'm gonna turn left. I'm gonna do that. So I turn left and, uh, and I go and I, and I lovingly confront these people that have static with me and God, God allowed for a, a very beautiful moment. It was a very beautiful moment of reconciliation that happened. And there were, there were, there were some, you know, some issues that, that were brought up that were able to, you know, have clarity spoken to them. And there was, we were able to be the body of Christ in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a cool thing. And how, how often do we miss on things like that? Because we don't want to be led by the spirit 
if it's not something that we feel confident or comfortable doing. Yeah. I love this story, man, because it's, it's this picture of spirit of being led by the spirit. Yeah. And <clears throat> it's not attractive. It's not like, Ooh, you were, you were spiritual in that moment. Like it was, right. it was something so basic that you did that lined up with God's word reconciliation. Yeah. You said reconciliation. Yep. Jesus teaches of being the ministers of reconciliation. That's right. And so it lined up with his word. You were spirit led, but it wasn't all like spiritual. Like, Ooh, he, Matt was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I yeah, think no. that's what Jesus is teaching here. He's saying, he's saying the spirit will teach you everything you need to know. And I'll, and it'll remind you. And you were reminded in that moment, love's going to win here. Reconciliation's going to win here. Yes. I need to turn left. Cause that's, that's actually the real way home, you know? Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and no, so, that's good. So I love this, man, because it's so simple, but we, as Christians, make it so complicated and the world makes it so complicated because right. we want to be tickled. We want our ears to be tickled and our eyes to, to see stuff that that's yeah. not what God is asking us to do. Yeah, you know? everybody wants their itch scratched. Yeah. And that's that's how the world is. And the issue with that is, um, you know, more often than not, I, if you've ever had a scab, scabs itch. Yeah. What happens when you itch them? Oh. <laughs> they break off and you start, you, you're dealing with an open wound again. So you, you, you're never going to experience the healing that God desires, the reconciliation that God desires to move in your heart through being led of the spirit. If you, if you're just going around, just scratching every itch, that's not what God has called us to do. In fact, the, the, the truth of God, the truth of God will not always be pleasurable uh, to those, to some it will seem as foolishness, to some it will be a stumbling block, to others it will be offensive, but that's not for us to decide. It's just for us to be led of the Spirit, that 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 the Holy Spirit would be the most influential mentor in our lives, that he would teach us and guide us into all truth. And uh, I love these practical steps that we have. Read, pray, love. Mm-hmm. We should... <laughs> It sounds like we should just go with, are we going to write a a CSG going to write the first book? Andy, you want to write, you want to get started on read, pray, love? Read, pray, love. Uh, I'm busy that day. You're busy that day. Okay. Well, that's cool, man. Well, speaking of Andy, we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to transition now into our, into our uh, recommendations uh, for, (laughs) for the day. Andy, that was a really smooth uh, transition. I thought there was a good segue. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll work on it. Okay. I'll, I'm getting better. I feel, but maybe, maybe I'm not, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't led of the spirit in that moment, <laughs> but, uh, I, I want to recommend uh, this. I'm going to recommend a book. Um, Mark Batterson's one of my favorite writers. Uh, he's written books like, uh, chase the lion, uh, in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. He's got a thing for lions. Um, but his new book, win the day, win the day by Mark Batterson. It's uh, seven daily habits to help your stress, uh, help you stress less and, and accomplish, you know, the things that you've been called to. He's, he's a really, really uh, gifted communicator. And in my opinion, his major gift is communicating through the, the written word. He's just, he's an excellent writer. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Win the day by Mark Batterson. That's my recommendation for today. I actually have a uh, YouTube channel. Oh, recommendation here. Let's go. Um, I don't think he has a podcast yet, but he does have a channel that he goes live on each Monday. I think it's the the beginning of the month on Mondays and Fridays. Um, pastor Mike Winger, I don't know if anybody has heard of him, but um, he was a youth pastor for many years, uh, served in a local church for about 20 years. But um, man, I came across Pastor Mike Winger on YouTube. I was going through it and um, his channel came up and 
he started talking about some issues, some very controversial issues uh-huh. and what the Bible had to say about them, um, these issues. So he goes in and what I love about him is he talks about the Bible. He unpacks it. Um, it's very, very in depth, but it's good stuff to get to kind of just provoke thought and your own thinking, um, and, and, you know, unpacking certain scriptures and certain topics in the community of faith and in our, in our culture. And so, um, he has a YouTube channel, pastor Mike Winger, um, check it out. I I recommend it. Um, it kind of gets you thinking he has some great content in there. And so, um, yeah, I love it. Pastor Mike Winger, Winger, win the day by Mark Batterson. Uh, man, make sure that, uh, those of you that are listening, check us out on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications. You want to ensure that you know, when new stuff drops, that's all we got today. We're out.